Greetings and salutations. I know I need to work on my openings. I'm still new to this podcasting thing. So I'm going to ask you if you could be patient with me as I stutter and stumble my way through this. Originally, I wanted to do a video game podcast. Now I know what you're thinking. There's already a glut of middle-aged fat men talking about video games all over the internet. And honestly, that was part of the reason why I wanted to do it. I didn't mind. In fact, I wanted to get lost in the shuffle. I wanted to do something with little to no liability. I could just talk about 10, 15 minutes about video games and no harm no foul you could listen and then throw it away and I wasn't liable or responsible for anything major well maybe a day ago I sat down to listen to one of my favorite podcasts And I've been listening to this guy and his shows for years. And I don't know if it's because of the political climate, with election being just around the corner, he felt the need to voice his political leanings. This is what I believe in. This is what I stand for. This is who I'm voting for and this is why. I don't like this guy here. I want this guy here. And he went on until he finally dropped the bombshell. If you do not agree with with what I agree on, he said, stop listening to my content. And for a second, I figured I'll just sit here in the corner quietly and dig through his nonsense for just a little bit of entertainment. Well, they were, they were recording it live, so somebody sent them a question and asked, I don't believe in what you believe in. I'm not going to vote for the guy you're voting for. Can I still listen to your shows? And him and his staff said, no, we don't need you. If you don't agree with us, go ahead and delete us from your iPod or wherever you listen to us. And for a second, I still wanted to sit there quietly, digging through all the sewage for a few crumbs of entertainment. But I started rolling around in my gut, clawing at my craw. Something my school principal teacher used to tell me, no, school principal used to tell me every time I ended up in her office, which was more than it needed to be. She kept telling me, you are guilty by association. Simply because of the people that you choose to associate with is the reason why I keep ending up in her office. 
Let me get to my verse. This verse here, the scripture here is something that is very common, something everybody's heard. Big time preachers and mega churches use it, and small time country preachers in the woods use it. But I think because of the fact that everybody uses it and refers to it, that speaks volume of the power in the words. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. I realized that I was associating with people who I didn't agree with. whose beliefs were directly contrary to what the Bible teaches. And this simple act was affecting my testimony. When people see me with the friends I used to run with and they know they still do the things that they've always done they automatically assume that I'm still doing it I'm a little cleaner my, change, my clothes are a little different but my crowd my circle of influence has not changed now I can sit quietly and wait for my five minute window to speak about how wonderful God is. But while I'm waiting, they've already seen me for a week, for a month, over time, still running with this, these people, with this crew. And while I may say, God doesn't agree with my mouth. I am telling everybody around me that it's still okay with my actions. My silent testimony is louder than the words I speak because I may see these people four or five times a week and never share a word. But we will still see each other. And they're taking notes. My silence is condoning their actions. My silence is allowing them to taint my testimony. They think that God is not as powerful in my life because of who I choose to associate myself with. I have to separate myself from people who blatantly disagree with, with what God has taught me, who blatantly disagree with the Bible.
Because as long as I am seen with them, people will think that I agree with them and not with God. It's not you, it's me. I have to allow my testimony to shine as brightly as possible. And it can't when your sin is shielding the light that God is trying to shine through me. The power of the message that God has given me for the witness that I have found a window to present is weakened by the fact that they have seen me with people who contradict what I am trying to convey. I have to walk away from people who will drag down, who will weaken my testimony. Whenever I'd hang out with my friends, people would look at me and say, what are you doing with these people? I mean, these were obvious ex-cons and various other types of folk, but these are people I've known most of my life. And they can see God in me. They can see the God, they can see the hand of God on you. And without saying a word, I am telling them that their presence is more important to me than the presence of God. Without speaking up, we are telling them that the hand of God is not as strong or as valuable to me than their approval. I need to step back and walk away because you are hindering the testimony that God has given me. It's not you, it's me. I have to allow God to shine through me. I need to show everybody around me that God comes first. And if I keep putting other people, if we keep putting other people in our lives, and we allow them in our lives, simply because they entertain us, then we are allowing them to rob us of our blessings. We are allowing them to weaken our testimony. One of the strongest moments that happened to me when I first came to God, I was walking down the road, you know, I just got out of church, I, had my, I was all dressed up and everything, and this lady pops her head out the house. Who is that? Now her son knew me. We used to run together. But it took him a second to recognize me. And he said, that's Angela's son. You remember him, right? And she shook her head and said, no. That's a real Christian. God 
because I was I was choosing to rather walk alone than try to lose myself in a crowd. God could shine brighter through me. God could testify and show people what he has done in my life. God could show his power and how it affected me. Because I wasn't allowing other people and their beliefs to hide me. To hide him. Because again, God isn't going to push his way through a crowd. He wants you to push your way through. He wants you to show how grateful you are for what he has done for you. To show the value that you know his power has in your life. My mother told me that I wasn't worth her time. But God took one look at me and said I can do something with him. My stepfather showed me 10 to 15 different ways to open up a bottle of beer. And God showed me one scripture that changed the way I saw myself. I don't want people thinking that I was content with who I was because I hated myself and I hated everything around me. I don't want people thinking that God hasn't done anything for me. I need to separate myself from you because it's not you, it's me. I need to show the world that God has changed my life. I need to, to let people know that I am grateful for what God has done for me. That I value the things that he has given me more than these things over here that I thought were familiar. I need to separate myself because God's light needs to shine through me. And I can't let nothing hinder that. I can't let anyone around me block the power of God shining through me. Because there's somebody else out there looking for something different. And if I get lost in the crowd, they're going to mistake my Holy Ghost for the very same thing these people are clinging to so desperately. God is not going to shine as brightly through me because I am hidden. I am hiding him behind a crowd of sinners. I would rather stand alone and let the Holy Ghost shine through me brightly than go back to the people and the things that I find familiar 
because they are still hindering me. Because if I let them, they will still weaken me. And my silence is just telling everybody that that's still okay. When my testimony, my silent testimony should be just as loud, if not more. It should be telling people that God can change my life. That God can change your life. That God sees value in you when your family doesn't. That God looks at you and says, I can do something with that. When everybody your entire life has told you there is nothing of value in you. God can take you and turn you into something beautiful. But you have to separate yourself from the things that just entertain you. From the things that comfort you simply because you know them. It's scary to walk away from the past because despite how much it hurts, because despite how deep the scars run, you know it. You know the smell. You know how it feels against your skin. And stepping away from everything that people have told you your whole life is scary because you're not used to what it sounds like. It's scary because you don't understand what you're feeling. And as long as you allow yourself to continue to associate with these people, God can't change your life. He can't change the way you see yourself. He can't explain to you why you could be more than everybody has ever told you your whole life. You need to stand alone and shine brightly. Let the world see the light of God through you. Instead of wanting to drown yourself in the familiar things, I need, we need to step away from the people and the things that stain our testimony. Because it's not them, it's us. We need to be loud even when we're not saying anything. If people don't see us, they don't see God through us. And we have to be living testimonies for God and for the things that He has taught us. Thank you for taking a little bit of your time and listening to me. I'll see you guys next week. Or I'm still working on a schedule, so next post. God bless you.